what is going on my patriots how y'all guys doing welcome to another edition of joe davis media network if it's your first time tuning into the broadcast do me a favor hit that like button hit the subscribe button hit the notification bell up top now if you want to hear this broadcast in its entirety and not pay for it through youtube you can also hear it on my podcast, which will be available if you got podcasts with Apple, Spotify, you know, uh, iHeartRadio, all the other applications. Uh, miss you guys. Love you guys so much. Glad that you guys uh, be, can be a part of it. So with that being said, without further ado, we got a full hour of my boy. Y'all know who he is, the man from California, IA, that just keeps keeping it realer than nobody else. I even got his own theme music now when he comes to the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it's my boy, Jericho Green. I feel like I got your freestyle. <laughs> That's hard, man. That's a tight beat. 
Yeah, you got your theme music now, man. What's going on, right. bro? I'm like Chef. I got my own theme music. <laughs> I made it. I made it, Ma. I made it. <laughs> yeah, man. I downloaded that one just for you, man. I was like, Appreciate shoot, it. this this fits Jericho style right here. So uh, yeah, every time you come in, you gonna play the Apollo screw. <laughs> I was tight. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Man, oh man, glad to have you back, man. Another episode of Real Talk. People keep talking about it, like how me and you uh keep uh doing these collaborations together. Uh first things first, man. Uh congratulations once again. I see that you are killing it on the live stream. Guys, if you're not listening to Jericho Green six days a week on his live stream. I don't know what you're doing with your life as a conservative. This man is always there. I think it's what, 1 30 your time? One o'clock. One, One o'clock. One o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Pacific Standard Time, AKA over here, four o'clock in the afternoon while you should be either heading home from work or about to wind down from work. You should be listening to Jericho Green six days a week. Like I said, if you're not, you're messing up with your life. And one thing about Jericho's stream, it is straight him. He isn't having no, uh, like I do, have some commentary of things playing in the background. He is a one-man team. That's why he is one of the most, uh, I would say, uh, dynamic people on YouTube as a conservative because he doesn't have all that fancy stuff like every like all of us. He just goes straight to it. And I'm telling you, he does a hell of a job. So, yeah, man, definitely you need to support my boy. Also, check out his merch. Hey, the more merch you purchase from Jericho, the more you can support his movement and the more you can support this man and his family living the American dream that he's trying to live over there in California. That's right. So, right my, governor's, that, um, my, my governor's trying to stop me, but but I'm trying yeah. to <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, prime minister in Japan. I don't know if anybody heard about it. It was pretty sad. Uh, Abe uh, Shinzo. Shinzo Abe. Something like that. I'm sorry. I don't want to put the man's name. Yeah, but rest in peace to him. Uh, He was a very good friend of um, President Donald J. Trump. They golfed together. They had a very good working relationship. And the sad thing about the situation is, is that someone came from behind as a coward and killed this man. And you know what's more disturbing is that mainstream media, like we always see, if it's a conservative, no matter if they're in the U.S. of A or not, they always got something negative to say. And it's sad that even in death, people still act the ass. But what do you expect from uh, the radical left. We already know they don't have a moral compass because if they did, we wouldn't be having the topics we have to talk about about their moral clause. So I just wanted to touch on that. I'm not really going to too much go into that story. I just want everybody to say, you know, pray, say a prayer for his family because I know that's a great loss to him, his family, and for that country of Japan because he was well loved over there. So it, it's it's pretty sad. Now they got the suspect. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hey. Japan do hangers over there, so I don't know, man. I think old boy better make sure he got his insurance together because he, he's about to go and take a, a nice long one on that. Yeah, um, yeah whatever they got, whatever the, the worst they have to offer, 
as far as their punishment, that, that homeboy's gonna get it. He's gonna. Oh yeah, it. and they and they don't do no, they don't drag no trial out like the U.S. Yeah. They I get hope, to it. They get I hope to that it. Japan's justice system works as efficiently as the rest of their society, and we get this guy processed and at the end of a rope as soon as possible. Um, you know, to be brutally honest, if this were to happen in some third world country where the regimes change with whoever has the most guns, then. This wouldn't be a shocker, but this is a, a westernized, even though it's in the east, it's a westernized country. Um, it's a very civil country. They don't have that kind of unrest. They have uh, prime ministers like our president. He's been the longest serving one. So I guess the people of Japan are happy with him. They have something like 10 gun related deaths a year. And yeah. some of those could be suicides, accidents. So their their deaths by gun are very low in Japan. And they have very, very strict gun laws, some of the most strict gun laws in the world. And this guy made one at home. That just goes to show when people have a capacity or an appetite for evil, they're going to satisfy it, no matter what. Mm -hmm. If, you know, we've heard of people getting ran down, or they rent a truck and run people down on a bike path or stab people. It's what they do. You see a lot of that in Europe because guns are hard to get. In some places, they're outlawed. It's okay. Everybody got a kitchen knife. So if people are going to do these evil things, they're going to do them. You might as well give us, you know, uh, us law-abiding citizens, a way to protect ourselves. But to see that in a major country like that, in a, in a you know, one of the, I guess we could call Japan a superpower, or at least a superpower junior, um, to see a civilized country like that have something happen. I think the last one in a country of that status was Kennedy in 63, you know, for, for a major country to have their leader assassinated. That's some crazy shit. Uh, yeah. I feel for the Japanese people. I hope he, he gets replaced with somebody to their liking. Uh, but yeah, that's it's a trip to see that in a, in today's, you know, this day and age to see a, a president or a prime minister get killed. Yeah, it is. Uh, so moving right along, we're going to talk about something in sports I don't normally talk about, but it's got to be addressed because you know me and uh, my boy Jericho, we're not gonna bite our tongue. We're gonna keep it 3,000. Uh, now, if y'all haven't heard about Brittany Griner, if you must have been hiding under a rock, this is the woman who said that, you know, at one point from 2019 until she got arrested, America was the worst thing since wheat bread. Well, oh, excuse me, bad wheat bread, excuse me. Now, all of a sudden, after getting caught up in uh hold on a second here. Let me get this. All right, I got you. All right, after getting caught up in the bullshit that she put herself into, which is Russia's uh laws of having uh, I want to say liquid oil hash oil, which is really just CBD, you know what I'm saying? Um so either way it goes, now she's talking about and begging to come back. So I'm going to read a little excerpt of what this crazy ass woman has written uh, Biden and gang and talk about how Biden responded. And me and Jericho will give you our analysis of how we really feel about this fool ass woman. So um, WNBA star Brittany Griner, she was detained in Russia for more than four months. She wrote a letter sent by her representatives to the White House appealing to President Joe Biden for help to bring her home. As I sit here in Russia prison, along with my thoughts and without the protection of my wife, 
family, friends, Olympic jersey, or any accomplishments, I'm terrified I might be here forever. Griner wrote. Now, that was some of the excerpts from the letter. And I'm trying to find another one. Oh, here's the one I want to really bring to. I'm not going to read this whole thing. On the 4th of July, our family normally honors the service of those who fought for our freedom, including my father, who is a Vietnam War veteran, Griner wrote. It hurts thinking about how I usually celebrate the day because freedom means something completely different to me this year. I bet you it does. I realize you are dealing with so much, but please don't forget about me and other American detainees. Please do all you can to bring us home. I voted for the first time in 2020, and I voted for you. I believe in you. I still have so much good to do with my freedom that you can help restore. I miss my wife. I miss my family. I miss my teammates. It kills me to know they are suffering so much right now. I am grateful for whatever you can do at this moment to get me home. Guys, <laughs> I say it and I say it again. And me and my boy uh, can testify to this, uh, Jericho. Ain't nothing like the U.S. of A. Okay? Mm. A.K.A. nothing like being home. See, mm. we remember... Uh, Brittany Griner from 2018 to all the way to 2022 America was shitty you was oppressed you were saying you wasn't getting an opportunity to play ball and make money like the NBA athletes which we already know your market is way more smaller than the NBA so you did all this crime and now four months into a Russian prison probably eating some bullshit ass food not able to talk to your friends and family probably have to shower and your big tall ass got to have like 30 guards probably to to watch you while you shower yeah you miss you miss it don't you you miss being in america because see in america you ain't had to worry about all that shit in america all you had to do was one damn thing do your job and celebrate being American. But that wasn't good enough for you. So from my words to everyone else that's going to think I'm an asshole at this present time, fuck Brittany Griner. You need to stay your ass in Russia. I want you to learn Russian. I want you to get your 10 years in because you disrespected our flag, our country on many of levels. And in fact, I want more athletes to get their ass over there to these countries so they'll know what it's like to miss America. We I done seen 13 different countries. And let me tell you right here, right now, ain't none of them beat America. None of them. This is the only place where your ass can be a goddamn millionaire. A millionaire without being a prominent family. You can sit your ass up right here in America, get here, get the tools you need, and be successful. You ain't got to be an athlete. You ain't got to be an actor. You could be a regular Joe Smoke. Go to college, get your education on, get in the right leagues of people. Next thing you know, your ass is in the money, baby. You feel what I'm saying? So, no, I, I'm out. I, I'm tired of these assholes, man. I mean, Jericho, what, what, how do you feel, bro? Well, instead of enjoying all those things you named, instead of that, she is sitting inside of a Russian prison. Now, 
I bet that oppression sounds real good, doesn't it? Some of that good old American oppression. Because right now you're getting that Eastern European oppression. That shit sucks. But American <laughs> oppression? I bet you Brittany, Brittany Griner is sleeping at night and she hears, Brittany, American oppression, was that you? <laughs> you want them back, don't you, girl? You miss that American oppression. You miss sitting around being on social media, taking pictures of stupid shit. You miss the NBA subsidizing the WNBA. The NBA pays for the WNBA. If the NBA said no more, the WNBA would go away because nobody wants to watch that shit. You know who doesn't support WNBA? W's. Women don't watch mm -hmm. that shit. Now, you either... Uh, bring the hoop down to nine feet, or I don't ever hear another fucking word about the WNBA. Make it interesting. The NBA makes it possible. Now, I wouldn't go to any other country and break the law. You know why? Because I don't know their laws. I don't know their sentencing. So I'm going to be a Boy Scout in another country for however long I'm there. I will have to do without my vices or whatever while I'm there. I'm not even getting anywhere near pushing the envelope of their laws. I'm going to learn their language. I'm going to learn some terms. I'm going to learn how to blend in. I'm not going to be the, the stereotypical American tourist in your country. All right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to blend in. But she can't blend in because she's six foot fucking eight. And you decided to go to another country, not only another country, Russia. If you ask people to write down five countries they wouldn't fuck around in, I guarantee you Russia's in the, in the top five. She mm -hmm. went there and brought her vape pens. Hey, homegirl, you just ain't got no vape pens until you get back home or find a Russian hookup. You're a star athlete. You can't find a hookup for vape pens in Russia. You had to bring your own shit. So now your ass is over there. Like I said in my live, you can talk all the shit you want about Donald Trump. He's a racist. Uh, he's a uh, he's a racist piece of shit. And the Klan supported him in the in the campaign when he was campaigning and uh, good people on both sides and all that shit you want to say that Donald Trump is all of a sudden a racist, even though he's been taking pictures with black folks since forever. But you can talk all the shit you want about him, but one thing he did do, not once, but twice. He brought home black folks. He brought home ASAP Rocky. He got in a little scuffle over there in Sweden. He even brought back one of the Ball brothers, LaMelo Ball, when his dumb ass got caught stealing in a Chinese uh, department store. So Trump went to China and brought a Negro home from China, brought one home from Sweden. But you want to call that man a racist. I guarantee you, if Trump was in office right now, Britney would be home. Britney would be home kicking her big ass feet up on her coffee table, chilling, enjoying America, probably drinking some iced coffee drink from Starbucks. But instead of that, you were a jackass and now all the shit Biden's talked about, Putin ain't giving her back. You said it was Putin's price hike and Putin's high, uh, gas prices and Putin's inflation. And he's a dictator. And here's $60 billion, Ukraine. You think he's going to give that big, tall, lanky dummy back? Nope. They're going to go ahead and keep her. So we need to start calling her Comrade Griner. That's Comrade Griner. Because she's about to become Russian. They're going to give her ass every bit of those 10 years. You could have been home, face deep in your old lady, living the life. Living the life. But here's that damn double standard again. Here's that double standard. 
a few years back, I think it was in 2015, Brittany Griner and her wife got into a little physical altercation. The police said, and I quote, we could not pull them apart. So they got that, that's called domestic violence, if I'm not mistaken. So she's mm-hmm. a woman beater. She beat up her wife. Now, if we're playing by these these this equality that they want, she's the husband in this relationship, and she beat up her wife. It shouldn't matter if her wife attacked her because it's a woman. A man, you're bigger, you're stronger. You it doesn't matter. It's not the same. So you're a woman beater. You are a wife beater, literally. And all these people are breaking their necks to get you home. If that was a man who has gotten trouble for whooping his wife's ass. No, leave him. Fuck any politician that touched that story. You're supporting abuse against women. You're a woman beater, misogyny, toxic masculinity, all that shit. But because she's a woman, whether she wants to act like one or not, it's all good. It's okay that you got into a scuffle with your wife and the police couldn't pull you off of her. That's fine. Call that hypocrisy. But that's yep. But she is 100% dumbass for that. And there's no way they're going to get her back. And do you think do you think they even would have done that to her if Trump was president? And all Trump would have to do is make a phone call. You guys yep. said he was Russia, Russia, Russia. He was him and he's with Putin. What, what did uh, Stephen Colbert say on his show? He's Putin's cocksucker. That's what he said. So that's Putin's homeboy. So who better to pick up the phone and say, Putin, send her home? But... That didn't happen. You guys ran him out of there. Yep. You guys took his seat. So now you got this feeble old fucker. Putin wouldn't even answer. Putin wouldn't take his call. And I'd love to see. I'd love to see what Putin has Joe Biden's name under in his phone. I guarantee he was not Joe Biden. It's probably some Russian word for old dumb jackass or something. <laughs> some, some Russian insult. I guarantee you, it does not say Joe Biden. But it doesn't. Woo! It doesn't matter. Whatever he is in Putin's phone, he wouldn't pick up the call. He wouldn't pick up the phone. Because for the last six months or so, Biden's been bashing Putin in the media, calling him all kinds of names, a dictator. We can't let him stay in power. So you're getting that fucking idiot back. Hey, get serious about your Rosetta Stone, Brittany, and learn to speak Russian. Hell yeah. Shout out to uh, Ben Garcia for the $10 uh, super sticker. Also, $10 from our favorite uh, Navy veteran, Mr. Bob KMIT. Uh, he said, I am a retired senior chief hall tech <laughs> reporting in. I know you always report in, Bob, and we appreciate it. And also, with all the donations, yes, guys, I finally got a new laptop. It will be delivered Monday. So hopefully next Friday... We'll be doing this again on the new app on um, Apple laptop. So thank y'all for the support. Like I said, keep grinding with me and keep buying my merch. And I, I tell you, we'll, we're going to keep upgrading the show. Now, before I jump into some other juicy details, since we don't uh, pass by Brittany, uh, hold, hold, Reiner. On, hold on one second, man. One second. Before I go mentioning, I mentioned that Brittany Griner, Kicked her wife's ass. It says 43.8% of lesbian women and 61% of bisexual women have experienced rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner. 26% of gay men have experienced rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner. Those are really, really high numbers. Yeah. So I know 
you know, this is the protected group and you don't want to say nothing bad about them, but sounds to me like it's pretty dangerous to be in a relationship like that. The, the levels are equal to or higher than those of straight relationships. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying if you want to take a bite out of this equality sandwich, let's talk about it all. But go exactly. Ahead. I, to say. I with you on that. So now moving right along, the next thing we're going to talk about is a new group that has shown up from the scene. Now we all talked about the Proud Boys, which, like I said, been a very thorough group. It's never been anything proven that they were a white supremacy group. It's kind of hard to say they were if it started by a black Cuban, but I digress. Well, it was it was started by a dude named Gavin uh, Gavin McInnes. Yeah, the but, white dude. But from he's Canada. married. He's married to a Native American woman. Mm-hmm. And then the guy you're talking about, he kind of took over after he stepped away from it. But even at, at the beginning, it was started by a white dude who was married to an Indian woman. So where does the racist, where does the racism come in? Exactly. And it gets even interesting. There was, you know, there's been other groups, three percenters. We talked about them. Also, black Americans are part of three percenters. I met black Americans that's been a part of three percenters. So now we got a new group that has popped out of nowhere called Patriot Front. And we have uh, conservatives have said it, and I ain't going to bite my tongue. I feel like it's a part of the federales. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, Joel, why do you think it's a part of the federales? Well, let's talk about this. If you look up Patriot Front, which I am not going to look their website up on my broadcast because I'm not getting striked up here on YouTube. If you look it up on your free time, this uh, this website is up and running. Now, we all know when Proud Boys, Three Percenters, and everyone else that has been a part of the movement of trying to promote patriotic, uh, you know what I'm saying, movement of us, of American values, the website's got what? Shut down. Service disband them, this, that, and the third. Miraculously, Patriot Front is running smooth sailing. Ain't been cracked down or nothing. Oh, it gets even more bizarre. 30 people got arrested. Uh, I think it was in Iowa, if I'm not mistaken. Iowa or Idaho? Idaho. Maybe Idaho. Iowa. Okay. Got arrested in Iowa, right? Now, you know when the Proud Boys got arrested, we heard about that for what? Weeks. They kept running it and running it and running it. We only seen two days coverage of this, and it went swept under the rug. Now, all of a sudden, they popped up in Philadelphia, which you ain't heard nothing about this. They got ran out in the hood, which I'm still trying to figure out what in the world kind of group rides around in a U-Haul. That sounds like some fed shit to me. So I hate to say this. I am going to say this, but Patriot Front is freight. It is a I'm just going to say like it is, man. It's a it to me. I think it's a propaganda <coughs> That's installed by the government. Because think about this shit now. Who in the world in their right mind is going to openly think that they're going to allow a group like that to have a website up and running when all the other white supremacist groups in the past, KKK, all of them had a website up. It gets shut down within a month. Now, I've been watching this for a minute. This website is still going. It's on. In fact, when you Google Patriot Front, it comes right straight up 
like it's no tomorrow. Functioning and everything. I I, I don't know, uh, Jericho. This is my street sense when I used to be a criminal back in the day. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a fair pro. <laughs> I smell fair. I'm just being real. What are your thoughts, Jericho? <laughs> um, I remember watching this documentary on this uh, white supremacist group called Volks Front. So it, you ever, yeah, like when somebody is trying to be something they're not and they try too hard, they're a little too good at it. It looks too perfect because those who are really yeah. at, they're not concentrating on looking a certain way. They're just being themselves. So it's natural. Do you mean to yep. tell me in this post Trump era that you found 30 white supremacists in uniform, basically, they're all wearing the same thing in the back of a U-Haul truck. If you're so buttoned up and you're such an elite group of white supremacists, why do you get spotted by some good Samaritan getting in the back of a U-Haul truck in the parking lot of a motel? You couldn't meet somewhere out in the country or some <laughs> someplace out of town and then load up? You fucking dummies, get inside of the U-Haul truck in the parking lot of a hotel and don't think nobody's going to notice 30 grown men getting the back of a U-Haul. <laughs> so that's dumb, number one. Number two, like I said, they they all look like the Proud Boys. They're not all in uniform. They, they might all have identifying things on, but they don't mm -hmm. all look the same. These dudes had uniforms on, khaki, yes. blue shirt, tucked in, the mask. The officers had these dudes zip-tied but didn't take their mask off. One dude still had the bullhorn uh, across his chest. Why wouldn't, you take, why wouldn't you take their mask off so you could see their face? You're not going to get arrested and then the police just let you keep your mask on. They're going to want to see your face. They're not going to let you keep your bullhorn strapped across you because you could do something with it. So they just left these dudes out here. This is the left's wet dream. <laughs> you found two dozen white supremacists ready to go riot at a, a alphabet soup group parade in June? <laughs> in June. And so these guys got arrested for a conspiracy to riot. You can't get arrested for something you haven't done yet. Because, because they had riot shields and gear, you get arrested for that. That's illegal to, to have that prop to have those things. Now, if they catch you rioting, yes, arrest those fools for rioting, but conspiracy to riot? How did they know they were going there to riot? Did they yell to that person who saw them in the parking lot? All right, guys, let's go riot. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any damn sense. Every little white supremacist scrap you throw into this lake full of these piranhas, they go crazy. You mean to tell me you have the mother load? You found 30 racist white dudes ready to go beat up some gay dudes, and you guys aren't talking about this every single day? Ricky Maddow, Donna Lamone, you guys aren't talking about this shit at nauseum? That's <laughs> bullshit. That is straight bullshit. If it sounds like bullshit, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's bullshit. Come on, man. Jericho, it gets better. Oh, my God. It's on uh, uh, World Star. Let me I'll see if I can pull it up right quick. This video. <laughs> oh, my God. Patriot Front shows up on, I think it's the west side of Philadelphia, in the hood. In the, <laughs> you can't make this up, bro. You cannot make this up. So I'm trying to figure out 
what white supremacist group goes to the hood <laughs> in a major city like Philadelphia? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out. Because <laughs> they go somewhere. It's like somebody talking loud to you in front of the cops. They're doing that because they know the cops will be there to break it up before anything happens. That's why they're doing that shit. Uh, I'm going to show you the video right quick, bro. Hold on. All right, I'm going to show it to the audience. Audience, are you ready? 44 seconds of laughter. I, I'm, I'm going to make sure you guys get a good laugh on this. So you'll know <laughs> how our government really working out here in these streets. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Here we go, guys. Hold on. Let me make sure the sound's in good. A Penske truck. They don't got no SUVs, no vans. Oh, this is about to be funny. We're a community of over 19,000 doctors. We practice at all top 20 U.S. hospitals. We're the number one. As all right i gotta pause it right there i can't play too much of i forgot they were fighting on that one but yeah that, that just gives you a sample of what we're dealing with <laughs> look how disorganized they were yeah they, they look lost did you see that they okay. hopped out and then <laughs> So fed, bro. <laughs> I just—it's too good to be true. It's, it's too good, too good to be true. If it's too good to be true, hey man, hey, shout out to whoever out here acting for Patriot Front. You guys, I hope that the government hey, is paying you allegedly the you right amount. Of money. You better get an Oscar for this one, guys. <laughs> you better, because right now I can't take y'all serious. In West Philadelphia, of all places, born and raised. <laughs> hey, that's not the first time some crazy shit's come out of West Philadelphia. You got Will Smith's stupid ass. That's where he's from. So West Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Shit. Philly ain't trying to trying to claim him after all the stuff he done got going on, Hardy. man. That's your that's your people. You made him. <laughs> you made him West Philly. <laughs> yep, that's your people. You can't deny it. Yep. Now, getting right along. We got another thing that happened this week. Oh yeah. I know you're going to like this one, Jericho. Now, this video has really stoked a lot of people. Uh, shout out to uh, one of my uh, friends who uh, told me about this. I didn't even think that that, that was even possible. But uh, there's a YouTube uh, ad that is there's an ad that's going around with a man who is turning a lot of heads. Uh, his name is Jerome Davidson. He's out of Arizona. Uh, shout out to where um, our boy uh, B. Tatum is at. That's his home state right now. So a lot of people are not happy with how this gentleman has his campaign video because they feel like it's a false story. But in reality, as me and... Uh, Jericho has said time and time again, it's the truth. So I'm going to play this ad 
um it's it's really a, a really good ad i um it's the best one i've seen for a campaign and i'm definitely gonna go on uh, from there so and i'm gonna let me and jericho i'm gonna let jericho tell me his piece about it what he thinks about this ad i don't know if you've seen it yet but uh let me oh, go share it with everybody so you can see Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense. That no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in clan hoods, you just might need that semi-automatic in all 30 rounds. <laughs> Democrats like to love it. I knew you like that video, man. Uh, yeah. So what what do you think on um, with that? Why it got the radical left so triggered? Do you think it's because it's the truth or do you think it's because of the fact of the matter that there's a free thinking black American who has the balls to actually tell everyone that this is what we're facing right now and continue to face until we get our head out of our ass. I mean, what, what do you, what do you personally think, Jericho? Uh, it's a combination of things. It's yeah. It's seeing a black person speak their mind, which they can't have that because if you're speaking your mind, you're not speaking the hive mind and that's a problem. Um, also people are taking it too literal. Like they're acting like they don't know what satire is or what uh, sarcasm or not really sarcasm, but basically um like being metaphorical like it's not saying actual clan members are going to come to your home although there was a time and i like how the clan members got a d a d patch on their arm uh to let you know what party they've always been working for there was no switch the clan was always democrat they were enforced the enforcement arm of the democrat party so it's a metaphor the Democrats, they might not be wearing hoods, but they'll be wearing suits. They are going to send them after you to take your guns, to take your property or whatever else they want. And you will have to use that wicked big black AR-15 to defend yourself and defend your family. Those Klansmen were a metaphor for the actual Democrat Party, which they represent. So, yes, what he's saying is true. If you don't have something to protect yourself, then you can't protect yourself. And humans have a capacity for evil that is unmatched. Well, there, there are countrymen. We voted them in. They would never do that. Yes, they would. Look, we just look what happened with the sweet and sour sniffles. They shut the whole country down. Worst numbers we've seen, some of them the worst numbers ever. Some of them the worst numbers in the last 40 years. You get into gas prices and shit like that. Inflation is crazy. This dude is a bumbling idiot. So, yes, the, the Democrat Party is trying to do that. You mean to tell me? There was a time 10, 15, 10, 15 years ago where a politician from Texas could say, hell yeah, we're going to take your AR-15s and your AK-47s. What? That's Texas. You can't say that in Texas. No politician could come out and speak against the Second Amendment saying they're going to take your guns from you. But it's happening now. Shit that would have been tinfoil 10 years ago is policy today. 
So, yes, that's a great ad. Any ad with the truth, you might not like it. You might not like the package that it comes in, but it's the truth. That's the only way to make change and to learn is to be truthful. You have to have a baseline. We got to know exactly what we're dealing with here. It's like a doctor. I'm sure doctors run into this all the time. Did you do A, B, and C? No, I didn't. You need to tell me the truth because I got to know how to treat you. If you don't tell me exactly what happened, I'm going to be going off of false information and it's not going to help. So in order for me to fix this, I need to know exactly what happened. I need to know the truth. That is the fucking truth. Democrats have always been coming after us. They've always been uh, racist toward black folks. And now today, the ones jumping up and down, screaming the loudest about I'm not racist or they're racist over there are the racists. The most racist people I've ever met in my life. Guess who they voted for? And they were bleeding heart liberals. I love the plan. I love people of color. Just don't come near me. Don't touch me and don't, any, don't date anyone in my family. Amen. What the fuck? They're full of shit. That ad was perfect. We need to see more like them. We need to see more candidates holding AR-15s. Because the candidates holding AR-15s, they're the ones who should be making the gun laws, who have had one and owned one and shot one and used one and loaded one and took one apart. Not Sheila Jackson Lee, that bumbling fool from Texas, talking about an AR-15 shoots 50 caliber rounds. That is stupid as hell. And she is going to make gun policy in this country? That don't make no damn sense. I don't want the head of the cardiology department to be selling sneakers the week before. I'm going to need them to be an experienced doctor before you hand them something so precious. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, too, uh, Jericho, about that ad that I liked about it. He he didn't just put it just as white people. And that's what made, I think, a lot of the black American, black liberals mad. He had black folks also in the Ku Klux Klan uh, uniform. And the reason why he did that, because just like we just stated, and we say it time and time again on my channel, your channel, ABL, uh um, freaking uh, Officer Tatum, uh, Craig Long, forty-five, all the other conservatives that I did not name that everybody is known pretty much that is well spoken. Black liberals have been now with the torch of making sure that not only Black Americans don't excel in America right now with this victimhood mentality. They're also doing it to the also other cultures of minorities and even poor white folks. Yeah, I said it. Poor trailer park white folks, they're getting to them too. Making them feel like they can't accomplish nothing or either that, well, I'm white, I should be able to get this because I was told by this liberal person that I have to have white guilt. No, that's not how life works. This is not the 1950s. This is not the 1960s and it's showing the early part of the 1970s. This is 2022. No one is not going to give you a damn thing for free. And I feel like it's disturbing that we're teaching this to our generation because at the end of the day, the generation behind us, they're going to fail because that's what they're being taught. The wrong information. you got to put in the work. It's just like you just said about being a cardiologist of a department of cardiology. You know, the person that's a department of cardiology didn't work at a shoe store the day before and didn't go to college. He had to put in the work. He had to go up here. He had to learn this stuff. He had to get all the information he is supposed to have, pass the exams and stuff to be certified to hold that chart, 
to be able to look you in the face with his name tag and tell you how you need to live a long and healthy life with your heart. Same thing with that lung doctor. Same thing with that that leg specialist. It, It doesn't work that way. Same thing with you, Jericho. You are a professional gun trainer. I, what? How did you got there? Like you said, you took courses. You went up here. You got familiarized with the weapon. You just didn't wake up one morning and say, you know what? I'm just going to go get this gun, and I'm just going to start training people how to shoot. <laughs> it didn't work that way. You took the course. You went through the safety precautions and the laws and stuff to do what you need to do to be that premier guy to talk about guns. That's why if I ever have a question about a weapon, I come to you because I know you are an expert. You are an expert in that field. You went through the classes. You invest the time and the money. So this is what we're talking about here. People out here are getting the wrong information. They're not telling our people, our generation of young folks, you got to invest to be successful. Success doesn't come with ease. You got to put in the time. You got to put in the energy. There's sacrifice. There's blood, sweat, and tears. And it's sad but true that we're not getting that taught anymore. Because when we start talking like this, (laughs) the first thing they say we're talking supremacy talk. You know what I'm saying? When we talk about, you know what I'm saying, live to fight another day, that's supremacy talk. But when we talk about that victimhood talk, everybody against you. You ain't never going to get out of here, man. The odds are stacked against you. Oh, now we're talking the right talk that they want us to hear. And, and it's sad, man, that it takes that type of ad to get people to understand the absolute truth. But, hey, man, this is the times that we are. So we got 10 more minutes before I'm about to wrap this up with Jericho. We got one more topic that I'm going to talk about. We're going to finish that up and uh, everything else. Uh, The next topic is the Twitter situation. Now, Jericho, I don't know if you heard about this or not, but uh, Elon Musk is talking about backing out the deal because he has not gotten the information that he has been asking for for months. Now, Twitter is claiming that they have done that, but the way things are looking, that Elon Musk may have a strong case to get out of this deal, and if so, there's a good chance that it's going to be all hell in a handbasket. Now, to your um, I know we both are not no you know Wall Street people, or whatever, but in your personal opinion, do you think that the board of directors are going to fight like hell to try to save this deal and actually try to talk Elon to buy? Or do you think that now this is going to be the end of Twitter as we know it since he's saying he's backing out the deal? Um, I think if he doesn't buy it, it'll just go back to the same bullshit it was before. I think mm-hmm. the money people. Like the staff, the little weaklings, the little pink haired punks that, you know, are striking people's accounts and shutting them down because everything hurts me. I think they don't want Elon Musk to have it because they're going to have to be on the straight and narrow or find a new job. But I think the money people. Yeah, that's why it was up for sale. They want to sell it. They want that money. They need that money. But you can't expect somebody to buy something, especially with such a price tag without all the books being open and being legit. Because if so, once he signs with the dotted line, then all that shit becomes his problem. So before you spend $44 billion, yeah, we're going to have to go through that with a fine-tooth comb, for sure. We're going to leave no stone unturned. I'm going to need somebody like 
uh, Ben Affleck from The Accountant to go through all these books. I need someone who's like has Asperger's to go through these books because everything must be combed over meticulously. The 44 billion, that's more than a lot of countries have as a GDP. So yeah, if everything's not on the up and up, you could go ahead and scrap this damn deal. I don't want to hear it. And it sucks because if with him owning it, it would make it a better platform. It would make it make it a free speech platform. Come over here, say what you want, let the free market, the, the people of Twitter decide whether or not they like what you're saying, not the staff of Twitter. But it was cool to talk about and everything, but there was I think you know everybody kind of had reservations about him actually taking it over, which is pretty shitty. I think at this point of the game, me personally, I think the only way Elon is going to go forward or they can save that deal is if somebody, the the board of directors, actually get into the CEO's ass and make him do what he's supposed to do as to sit down and talk to Elon's team with the Twitter team and say, listen, we got so many spam bots. I, You know, just be honest. Listen, man. I got so many spam bots. I don't know how many we got we're working with. I'm trying, but the data is, is not accurate because every day there's one new popping up. I think if he would just be honest with this damn man, this could have been smoothed over a long ago. Hell, Elon could have probably went in into to damage control and started putting the right type of moves and emphasis to stop all that spamming. But now, at the end of the day, that's the only way I can see them saving this deal because if Elon walks away from this deal and today uh, Twitter lost 6% of its value from the stock market because of this announcement, if he really walks away, it's going to be bad. I mean, Twitter, I don't think it's going to, that it's not going to be gone forever, anything like that. But I think that there's going to be so much money lost in that deal over that deal it's going to be one of those things that's going to be talked about in Wall Street for years. Yeah, How, I mean, would it be that bad if Twitter did go away? I wouldn't shed a tear. I would. I mean, I wouldn't either. I mean, because really, True Social got me more out there than Twitter does. I mean, Twitter, it, it's hit or miss. But since I've been on True Social, I, I got more with Truth than I've done anything else. And then there's other platforms out there too now, you know, mm -hmm. that you could tweet like. You got Minds. Uh, you, you got so many things out there, man. I mean, for real. So if Twitter went away, it's not going to hurt nobody. It'll hurt the liberals, but it ain't going to hurt us. We got our own Hollywood. story. It'll hurt Hollywood and, uh, you know, celebrities, athletes, and shit like that. But who gives a fuck about them? <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Well, guys, uh, before I um, uh, wrap this thing up, I'm going to uh, make sure that you guys know that I am trying my best to get on a schedule where I can actually uh, see y'all more than twice a week. It's just been hard because, unfortunately, at my job right now, we're going through the same thing America's going through. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to work. Or if they do work, they work half-assed and then they go away so and this is not just the new generation this is my generation and jericho's generation too unfortunately mm -hmm. this is the new mindset of america nobody wants to put in the work I, I don't know but either way it goes i should do a stream friday i if you want to know what i got going on i'm just going to be doing a lot of community posts uh, i've been seeing that a lot of people's been uh doing that and it gets a lot of uh pull and everything else but before 
uh, I go. Uh, Jericho, uh, what all merch and stuff you got going on that we should be expecting soon, bro? Um, I will be launching uh, mygreengear.com. I got some new designs coming out. I was wearing the all the lives from last week. I was wearing a different uh, shirt that I'm going to have, hoodies. I got other stuff that I haven't even gotten in the mail to wear to show. All kinds of cool shit, all kinds of designs, all from this brain right here. I have some very cool uh, shout out to my girl, Ash Bones. She's drawing a lot of shit for me. My brother is a, an amazing artist. He's drawing some more stuff for me. So there's stuff, you know, coming down the pipe. Uh, but right now, YouTube, Jericho Green, also JerichoGreen.net, $3.99 a month. You know, I got exclusive videos, all my archive. Uh, I put them, I upload them to my website first before I put them on YouTube. So that's, you know, hot off the press. Things like this where I'm on uh, Joel's uh, platform on his channel. I call it Cameo's Corner where I'm, you know, I put everything where I'm on someone else's platform. So check all that shit out. Really, um, YouTube, hit the link tree. It's all there. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Um, also, too, since Jericho is uh, sharing on his website, uh, you could go on my uh, YouTube, Joel Davis Media Network. You could go down to my description. All of my merch is there. Uh, the newest merch I had is for 4th of July. I'm going to try to work on some more new merch. I probably have one joking about Brittany Griner. I don't know when I'm going to put that yeah. one out yet. Uh, that one's probably going to be pretty comical. Uh, let's see what else I got going on here. Uh, yeah, memberships. Everybody, thank you for joining the memberships. I appreciate y'all so much. That supports the channel. I will start doing a members only as soon as we get to 50. As soon as we get to 50 members uh, on my uh, subscription on YouTube, I start doing member-only videos where y'all get to see it first, and then I'll release it to everybody else afterwards as soon as we can get a um, study of things. Uh, let's see what else I got going on. Uh, I'm still working on my uh, locals. I'm putting all my videos that I can't put on here <laughs> over there. So if you want to check that out, uh, I went back to TikTok. I ain't did nothing new content <laughs> on there yet, but I will shortly. I just been trying to focus on work and things of that nature. Uh, oh yeah. Also too, uh, Jericho, I was going to ask you this question, man. Have anybody uh, else asked you to come on their show? Cause somebody had said that they were trying to get you on Tim pool one time. Did that ever came to fruition? Or, uh, uh, no, nah, no one from Tim pools ever hit me up. I would totally go. That's a huge platform. And I like that dude. He's a smart dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, because somebody was talking about that. Uh, I don't know when it was we were talking. Uh, somebody, I think it was on your your chat. So somebody was saying they were going to try to uh, reach out to Tim Pool to get them to come to you. But anyway, anybody that watched this or Tim Pool, get my man Jericho on your hey, show, man. Jericho get Green, boy on the show. Okay, okay. you already had the officer, officer Tatum, and I promise yeah, you, yeah, I promise you, you ain't got to worry about nobody swatting Jericho. Yeah, my uh, Jericho. <laughs> my email Jericho Green 2018 at gmail.com. You want to get in touch with me, that's how you do it. Exactly, man. And also too, Jerome Davidson, reach out to either me or Jericho so we can interview you, dog. All right, man. For real, for real. Because yep. <laughs> you are the truth, and I hope you do win uh your election over there in Arizona. Well, guys, I love you guys. Thank y'all very much. Uh, like I said before, if you want to subscribe to Jericho, I think somebody said it's the first time they've seen you tonight. Go on over to Jericho Green and Jericho Green too. That's his backup channel. You will not be disappointed. That man got so many. Listen, 
First time I found Jericho, I binged on that man while I was working at Walmart back in the day. The whole week, I, all I wanted to hear was Jericho. People were like, who is that guy talking all that good shit? I said, Jericho Green, baby. You need to look him up. I don't know who he That's is. Right, <laughs> and now, here we are two years later. Me and him is like, he like my big brother. So, yeah, man, it's amazing what you can find through YouTube. Uh, and like I said before, please like, share, subscribe to his channel. Keep supporting us. We love you guys. Take care of yourself and each other. We are out.